Yeah, man, it's it's weird. I mean, I think I told you all my story last last week. No, the how I uh, how I made it to U of H. And actually, like I, I graduated in the top like fifteen percent of my class. You know, I really wasn't even planning on going to school to be honest. Like I just wanted to graduate, get out, and fucking go to work. But I had to apply to UT. I had applied to Rice College Station. And all of them actually like accepted me, except the fact that I never submitted the FAFSA form. Mm-hmm. You know, and I really didn't have to take the um, the SAT or the ACT because of my uh, star scores or uh, what do you call it now? Tax? Ta- tax? I don't know what the fuck it is now. Now it's called the star. Back then it was called a tax or the, the toss. Tax. I don't know tax toss. But because of those scores, you know, I really didn't have to take the ACT or the SAT, you know. But, you know, I guess uh, uh, life works in a mysterious way. It does. It really does. Um, and then another thing we talked to them about was what were their challenges and struggles when they got here? <laughs> yeah. And what was the most eye-opening, and it kind of it goes along with what Nadine brought up, right, was how... Your own people. Your own people are literally the ones that hold you back. And literally, our family. My mom was her siblings, right? Her her brothers, her brothers. that were already here. They did not support her in anything that she was trying to do. Um, they were holding her back. They were kind of reminding her or telling her why she was here. You know, yeah. like. Don't. This is not for you. Go back to you know. Go back to where we're from. And the reason behind that is because they were just like drunks, right? That's all they were uh, um, doing, just right. drinking. And then my dad's side, it was my his sister did him for whatever reason. Feed him, feed him. <laughs> um, which is actually pretty funny, right? Because come to find out, that's actually why parents parents ended up together. Um, that yep. they always say, uh, the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. That is true. And sure enough, that that worked for mom, right? So and, if y'all want to cook for me, let me know. <laughs> if you're a female, not 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 guys, please don't. Mm. I mean, I'll take the food and everything, but nothing else after that. That's all you're getting. Yo. Um, but it's it's it was crazy how my mom was saying that when she got her first job at that La Vaca Bay as a buzz girl. The the American was more open to helping her out to learn the language to learn the business to learn what her job role was to be like so that she could make more money and every time she would approach a hispanic person they were more of uh i guess she would get pushback yeah um for lack of better words they were dicks like they were just flat out dicks. Like, well, I figured it out, so you fucking figure it out on your own type shit. Correct. But why though? Like, and that's kind of, I guess, money issues. You know, people are scared. Like, oh, you know what? You're gonna take my money. That's true. What I busted my ass to learn. You know, but that, what they don't realize is the sun shines for everybody. You know, like everybody's gonna make bread regardless. It, all it matters is uh, how much are you gonna, how much are you willing to bust your ass for it? You yeah. Know? And I mean, it's kind of, it's sad, it's frustrating, it's upsetting, because it's like, like, dude, I'm not, if if you're worried about me taking your job, then that means you're not working hard. Exactly. That, straight, straight up, just straight to the fucking, you know, don't beat around the bush. If you were, you're literally here worried about me coming and take your job, then that means you're doing something wrong. 
Or you're not busting your ass enough. Right. And it's like all these, and little sidetrack, right? All these people saying, oh, well, these people are just coming over here and taking our jobs. Well, dude, the fucking job was there. You have a more advantage being from here. Knowing the language, knowing the culture. Literally, you have a fucking social security. That you, all you have to do is apply and you get the job. But this person doesn't. They have to fucking climb mountains and, and fucking swim yeah, rivers. And, and the reason behind that is because it, it's a it's a labor-intensive job, you know? Like, we grew up with the notion, like, oh, you know what? I want to work in an office, 9 to 5. You know, I want to have a fancy car. And, you know, I want to get my paycheck mm. every every two weeks. And it's two weeks now. I said a week, a while ago. Well, it depends where you work. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want to get my paycheck, you know, and I want to make sure it's a good paycheck, too, you know, because yeah. we're not willing to settle for less. We're not willing to work from the bottom like a lot of these people are, you know. Like, a lot of these people, they just want to come work here and make money. Right. You know? Then the, I guess the good and bad thing is that they don't know what minimum wage is. They just yeah, work because the dollar they make here is... The dollar they would have made there in two, three days. Yeah. If here they're making 40 bucks a day, they're fucking rich. You know, they're fucking millionaires back if they were to take this money back home. And like a lot of people say, the el, el dólar te rinde más que el peso, you know? Like, mm-hmm. vas para allá, lo cambias, and, and hell, you're living like a king, bro. Like, you have no idea. You can get a, a meal. Shit, for like a Like buck. a meal. No, a like meal. two bucks, bro. Like full meal. A full meal for two bucks. Home cook style, you know, like mm-hmm. con tortillas hechas a mano. You like two bucks, and if you're generous, you're like, you know what? I'm gonna leave them a whole total of five bucks. So it's gonna be two bucks for the meal, and then three bucks is tip. To us, we're like, it's something like common that we're used to, right? Yeah. For them, it's three bucks. You're like, you left them sesenta pesos, Shoot. you know, give or take. And they're like, oh my goodness, you know, they feel so. Uh, so so happy about it, so relieved. And to us, grateful. we're like, oh, yeah, grateful. grateful. And then to us, we're like, oh, you know, that's something I would have left over there on that side. But we're talking about a home-cooked meal, bro. Yeah, like, I still remember, so the last time I went was probably 2007. I'm, I'm, and uh, what I remember the most, though, is that you would give them this tip, and you could you could tell their reaction change. And then, I'm know. not saying they provide you shitty service, because they were great. They always provide you great service. But as soon as they saw this money, they were like, they would literally, if they could, give you their home and be like, do you need anything else? They'd go out of their way. Literally, like, no joke. And then the, what was kind of interesting was that if they, if they could tell, right, whenever you're not from Mexico, you're coming from the north. I mean, hell, the way they look at, like, the um, way us, we dress. Right. Like anybody goes from here, they, they can tell. So it, it was interesting to, for them to realize that these people were coming in and they would literally bend over backwards just to make you feel welcome. There you go. How that's kind of the mentality that I've learned to appreciate that I'm learning to appreciate again. Right. Because like I think I said, that's the mentality we grew up with. Like, like you got a job, like bust your ass and then. Like, what do they need done? Don't stop working. And then, of course, now you... You, you learn the politics. You learn the politics of it. You know, you hit yeah, the house. Yeah, and you're like, how oh, dirty man, it is. This. I'm going to take a five-minute break. I'm going to go to the restroom, take a dump. Mm-hmm. And then... And I'm going to try to like, company time, too. Exactly. Kill like 15, 20 minutes. You know, stuff like that. But, like, growing up with that nature of busting your behind. Yeah. 
Dude, that's a whole different story. You know, it's a whole different ball game. Yeah. And so, and so that, that was one of the challenges that they faced, right? Was how the hell do we get support from somebody we know, from somebody mm-hmm. that looks like us? And then the other challenge was how the fuck do we learn English? Fuck even people English. to this day have that challenge. Where you fucking learn Mexican? All you know is Mexican. When I say Mexican, is because our our way of Spanish is different from somebody's way of Spanish. That's probably two yeah, like two hours from Monterrey, yeah. yeah, from us, like it's from La Ciudad de Mexico. Like I say, so the watches, you know, and they're going uh, like, what the fuck? Like what's a, what's a watch or something like that? Right. Or we say it's the like cocho, right? Cochona, watche, like that's two cinco, like for us, like. We know what that means, and then like you say, it's someone in the north. It's, it's a whole different ballgame. You know, <laughs> you know it's pretty funny because um, so my yeah, wife's Puerto Rican, like, right? Like the 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 Monterrey por ahí. Yeah, so so like uh, the same thing in Spanish, right? People are like, oh, the Spanish is worldwide. Well, not really. So my wife, she's Puerto Rican, right? Mm-hmm. And for us as Mexicans, cabron is common. Oh, niño cabron, right? It's like you're saying like you yeah, little yeah. badass or you little fucker type shit. Mm-hmm. But to them, it's an offensive word. And I remember the first time my mother-in-law heard one of us say that to our family member, she was just like surprised. She's like, "What the what? What you just say to them?" And I was just like, "And she's probably like ready to get her cell phone out and record." Yeah, because it's it's offensive to them, right? Throw down. Yeah, so it was kind of that kind of goes to show you how different Spanish is in different parts of the world. Um, That even our Spanish, even all shit, I'll admit it, my Spanish is fucking slang. Dude, my Spanish is horrible. Like, you hear me speak it sometimes, you're like, oh, good lord. Like, are you from the States? Yeah. I mean, I, we were fucking talking with my mom I'm over here trying to figure out how the fuck do you say successful? I'm over here Google successful in how, Spanish. How do you say successful in Spanish? Exitoso. Exitoso. Um, what was the other one? Regret. I was like, fucking Google, how do you say regret? Lamentar. Fucking Spanish for Spanish speakers over here. Sign up. But it's true. Like, there's the Spanish. It's different in the regions where you're from, you know? But yeah, and so imagine that. You know Spanish one way, and then you fucking have to learn English. Yeah. How the fuck do you do that? You know, and I thought about it last time because I was like, you know what? It'd be pretty cool to learn Chinese. Ah, good luck. You know, bro. and then I was like, oh, yeah, you want your barber? To, you want to know what your barber's saying about you. That's why. No, nah, man, my barber is Hispanic, bro. Ah, Go check him out. My, my boy, boy Chuck. Uh, had a right chop here. a lot right here on how we six can play. Let them know Chago sent you. He knows what's up. But yeah, it, it, sent you right. <laughs> it was funny because um, mom was saying how she learned it. Right, mm-hmm. she was talking about how she learned it through the restaurant industry, um, asking her employees, putting two and two together. Her, uh, her coworker, sorry, um, putting two and two together. She's like, oh, ice. You know, ice goes in the cup, and then obviously she wasn't saying ice, right? But ice goes in the cup, tea is this, and she was just like, oh, okay, she affiliated certain things with certain shapes. You know, speaking of tea, she still makes some bomb ass tea, man. Does she? Like, yeah. Well, I don't know. It's weird. I'm like, how the fuck do you make some bomb ass tea? We're fucking Mexican. Well, you gotta remember, she worked in the restaurant industry. I know that's what I'm saying, bro, but that shit's fucking. She came in 84 till about 90. That shit's fucking solid, dude. I'm like, I feel like Uncle Sia from Doug Dynasty. So she worked in the restaurant industry for like she 22 was, years. She's worked, yeah, a long ass time. Um, but yeah, but later so she on, we'll, say, we'll explain how like she got out of it because it's a it's a pretty badass story. 
I think I, we can we can get into it actually. Why not? I, I think because this is where it all started from, right? But no, because this was more like we were already in high school. Por ahí todo se pedo. That's true. That's kind of when our world changed better yet. Um, our perspective changed. For the good. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, but yeah, it was it was pretty cool hearing her say how she learned English, right? You know, yeah. she started writing her own notes. Um, she started taking English courses at our elementary schools. And I never knew that, to be honest. I didn't know. I didn't know she was. She hmm. her. I guess at that point she took what she said was a uh, follow me courses. That's what it was. Follow um, me. I was trying to remember the. So I guess in my mind I heard follow me courses and. To our era is probably the equivalent uh, equivalent of Ingles y Marreras. Um, and for those of you who don't know, it's probably like the phonics nowadays or whatever the fuck. Uh, Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone, there you go. Um, and she took these courses, you know, and what and it goes back to the colorism and, you know, Hispanics being the worst fucking racist amongst each other. Is that uh, own family members were criticizing her for trying to better herself, for trying to adapt to the culture, to the country. I think that's a whole Hispanic thing, man. Like when they see you trying to be better, they bring you down real quick, fucking real quick. Find a way to like fucking bring you down and told people like, doesn't sentir mal por querer salir adelante, Mm -hmm. you know? It's weird. They make you feel like the outcast. And I, I think. I don't know. I kind of feel like it's it's um, it's fear. It's of fear from the, on the other person's behalf because fear. because they're they're scared of seeing you what you can become. And once they see what you become, they're like, "Fuck, I could have like done that." that too. Yeah, that could have been me. Yeah, but for whatever reason, they chose not to. Right? It was just uh, well, laziness. Most of the time, it's laziness. I don't know if it's laziness, but it may be fear. I don't know, I call it laziness, because you've been here for a while, you had the chance to succeed like someone else, and now all of a sudden you don't want to do it. But I, I, well, when I say fear, I think it's uh, is that uh, fear of failing. Um, you know, as, as I mean, I don't know about you, but me, the way I always thought it was, you can't fail. Op- failure is not an option. You know, we fucking, if, if you're going to fail, you yeah. fucking buzz your ass. Two, three, four times as hard. Yeah. I think, like, for... I, I don't know about you guys, but for us, failure was like letting our parents down, you know? Like, they busted their ass for the, for us to yeah. succeed, and then here we are letting them down. I think maybe that's the reason why we really, like, we're not as fucked up as we should be. Yeah. And, and because we were just uh, worried about failing our parents. And there you guys right. Um, and I, I, I never thought about this until... You know, they said that they left. They didn't have fear. And I'm like, dude, now I feel like a f- even worse of a little bitch for fucking being scared when I left to Austin. Yeah. I fucking, I literally was like ready to come back. La comida o que pedo? Just fucking not having anybody. Um, not having anybody, not knowing anybody. Like I said, I yeah. was fucking shy as fuck. Um, had you known, if you knew me before 2010... You would know that I was fucking shy as fuck. I, my life was just soccer, work, and school. That was it. I didn't talk to nobody. I knew people. You know, I would know people on both sides. I knew people, I guess, 
I knew the rich people because I was in the K level courses, you know, yeah, upper yeah, level yeah, courses. Yeah. And, and then I knew do, I knew the hood people because I was on the soccer team, right? So I kind of got a glimpse of both sides of the world. But besides that, when I got to college, I was fucking, I was ready to come back. You do. And then, you know, it's kind of funny because you get to mingle with those people, like the those kids who grew up with money, but you never actually, uh, like, you never fit in. Anything from, yeah, you never fit in. You never fit you in. Try, you try to. You never try to get information like how their life works, and then you get a fucking degree. You're like, oh fuck, I gotta learn all this shit. Yeah, you know, it's and like a battle. It is. And then dad was talking about how uh, how he learned English, and you know, dad is dad. Dad is just like very. Uh, yeah, your yeah. typical uh, Hispanic or Mexican, Mexican male dad, yeah. yeah, minimal answers, straight to the point. Like, oh, I, I learned I learned English through roofing, but he actually had. Um, was were they Alfredo and Loserna Bros? No, what was the other guy's name though? Alfredo and somebody else. Alfredo, I can't remember the other guy's name. But he had two good, I guess. They it's, were Loserna Bros. But you know, thanks to them, they gave my dad an opportunity, and he he took advantage of it to the max. Right, he got into the roofing industry. He learned the industry. Um, such that to the point that he was leading his own crew, right? His own crew even being his own fucking brothers. Most um, of them, yeah. Or people that came here from... From Mexico. From their little town and mm-hmm. they needed a job. So he'd give them a job, you know? And that was, that was the coolest thing that fucking... That I like from this conversation, conversation that we had with them. Was that every single fucking time they said... You know, my, no matter how successful we got... We always remember back home because that was the easiest thing to forget once you get into this lifestyle. That is true. Like even even right now, you like you forget where you grew up from. You know, something you don't really forget most of the time, but it's something that skips your mind. Something like when you're going through some stuff, it skips it skips your mind, and you come back to like, oh shit, you know what? I grew up and shit was different. Like yeah. I did shit differently. You get so caught up in today that you forget yeah. what it was like. Three, four years back, right? Um, shit, we didn't grow up with this nice house. Or this technology that we're speaking into. Right, we didn't have fucking laptops, computers. Um, but we had a happy childhood. We did. Uh, we, we fucking broke, outside, we broke windows. Uh, probably not the greatest thing, but we fucking broke windows, windows and ran like little I, bitches We back grew home. up in that, that generation. It was still cool to go outside. You know? Yeah. tocar and... Hey, you want to go outside? Fuck it. Even if it was riding the bikes around, you know, it, just, it was cool. Like for y'all, because I, I never learned how to ride a bike, so. Yeah, you still don't. I still don't. You still don't know how to swim either. I don't give a fuck, nigga. That's why they're driving. Ah, what if you're in the river, though? That's why they're just jet skis. Do you know how to drive one? I'll ride a fucking dolphin, playa. <laughs> you scared of water, though? Mala queso, <laughs> Um... No, back to what we're talking about, like our dads and you know the typical Hispanic male, like just fucking trying to sh- give us a good life and then trying to show us the hardworking thing. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I forgot, man. It's, it's been a while. I forgot who I was talking about. Like I told him, I felt guilty about like calling him for work. And then the first thing they said, like, "Are you Catholic?" I was the like, fuck? "What the fuck?" I was like, "Yeah." And they're like, yeah, Catholics always feel uh, bad about it. Like, 
other uh, denominations, they're cool about it. They're just like, fuck it. It is what it is. I got to take a day off. I'm like, well, damn, shit. You know, that's pretty, that's pretty funny that you mentioned religion. Because um, I don't think it's Catholicism that makes you make that men- or brings that mentality into you. Yeah. I think it's our upbringing of... Unless you're sick, you don't go to work. And by sick, you're dying. You're you're fucking dying. Like you're on bro. your deathbed. If you're not on your deathbed and you're fucking sneezing, coughing, I still want you at like work. Like, if you can get out of bed, bro, you're good. This is prior to COVID, right? Because um, nowadays, you fucking coughing now. Stay the fuck home. Nah, we don't want you out here. Stay fucking home. Even if you're coughing on, a, like, a piece of macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Um, but, you know, unless you can't walk and you can't do shit, then I, I expect you to be at work. Si no tienes fuerzas o no te puedes levantar, that's when you stay home. Shit, funny story, right? So, whenever I got my wisdom teeth removed, it was 2011. That shit sounds horrible. I had my first internship, right? So, I got them removed on the Thursday and they're like, oh, you'll be fine by the third day. So I was like, okay, I'll get them removed Thursday. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'll be fine by Monday when I go back to I work. I remember you look like a chipmunk. Uh, <laughs> pretty much. And they're like, we'll give you some medication just in case, right? And they gave me some codeine for the pain. Hey. And um, so my dumbass, my, my dumbass goes to work in my internship. Because as an intern, you don't get paid if you Correct. don't go to work, right? Yeah. So I was Hourly. like, well, I'm going to go to work no matter what. So I go to work, and I'm like, fuck, these shits are hurting. Fucking let me take some of this coding. So I fucking take one of these. Fuck, I'm fucking dozing off. <laughs> but same thing. It goes back to the fact that I was not going to let some little little wisdom teeth removal stop me from going to the office. If I could drive and get there, I was fucking going to G it out and just... Fucking tough it out. Know. Like, especially, like, with our mom. Good Lord. Like, I see her go through some shit sometimes. I'm like, how the fuck do you still go to work? You know? Like, I would have been a bitch. I'm like, you know what? I'm fucking dying. I'm calling in. I'm dying. I uh, can't go to work. God, how many days? I got PTO? Tomorrow, I'll in. revive myself and we'll be good to go. But no, dude. Like, somehow, some way, they, they, they find a way to go to work. Hell, like, even when we were growing up and we, you know, drank a lot. More than what we're doing right now. Shit. And you used to get a hangover and then says, yeah. Si te gusta la mierda, te guste, te va a ir a gustar y a trabajar así. Pero anoche. I know, dude. Now you se siente feísimo. And then. Especially as you get older. The younger you are, it fucking feels great. You're like, man, you know what? Fuck it. I'm recharged already with an hour sleep. Then you get older, you're like, man, fuck. I need like a whole day. It's not, you know, you know when it's worse? Have a fucking newborn. Mm. Uh, worst fucking shit ever. There's nothing you can tell him, hey man, pause it. Dude, I remember the first time I got with Mateo, right? He was our first. The first time I got drunk with him, I was like fucking hungover as shit. It was fucking four in the morning. He's fucking crying bloody murder. And granted, he's still a newborn, right? Like, how old was he? probably three four months in Damn, and i was like this is the fucking worst decision i've ever made and it still is every time i drink too much and you know what uh, i'm gonna piggyback off of that and uh i'm sorry to my students i'm sorry to uh, my co-workers my first year as a teacher i remember it was a star test and the star test is siempre como un martes o miércoles mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? All I gotta do is fucking proctor test. I gotta walk around and monitor. There you go, monitor test. Fucking, I'm gonna go drinking. <laughs> and I went drinking, dude. 
No, you got to casa como a las 3 de la mañana. By 7 in the morning, I had to be at school. My ears were ringing so bad, dude. And I had to stay there. I was like, fuck. You know, because one of those things, like, hey, man, you know what? Nobody told me to drink. I had, I did it to myself, so mm-hmm. fucking tough it out. Dude, it was the most horrific thing I had ever experienced because you cannot take a nap. You cannot leave the room. You Basically, you're just fucking dying in pain. I, I, you're dying slowly. Yeah. And then, so from there, I learned, like, you know what, bro? Never again am I drinking before the start test or the the, the test. Have you ever done this since? No, dude. That that was the last time. Jeez, fuck that. That was the last time, bro. I I remember. um, So I graduated in 2012, right? December 2012, and Paula, my wife, graduated in 2013, May 2013, and she was still in the college mode whenever she got into the industry, right? So she was going out Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And I was like, she and she would occasionally invite me, right? This is when I was still trying to spit some game, you know what I'm saying? I was trying, I was <laughs> trying to get yeah, Exactly. And um, she was going out, and, I was, and she was like, you don't want to go out on the Thursday? And I was like, mm, I kind of... She'd be like, see, the way my paycheck works. Yeah, well, I didn't, I didn't mind. It wasn't the money. It was just the fact that I already knew what it was like bowling. to be in the, word industry, in the work industry that... I've always been the morning person because I want to get there early as possible to fucking avoid Houston traffic because you know Houston traffic is the worst. And um, it takes one dumbass. Yeah. And sure enough, one I was like, you know what? One day is going to catch up to you. You should probably slow down, just transition into the work life. And because sooner or later, it's just going to hit you. I don't know whether you're just like, fuck this. This It's not meant for me. And sure enough, little by little, she was like, nah, I can't do this no more. And I was like, that's what I was trying to say. Dude, like, well, depends. You, 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 there's an age when you can do that, and you can wake up early mm. the next day. You go to work, and you fucking feel fine. Like, you fucking feel great. And then little by little, dude, your body deteriorates. You're like, fuck. Well, we do have um, Phil. Well, that he's he's a he's a fucking alien. He's not an alcoholic. He's just an alien. No, no, no. He he knows his drink. We'll just say that. But, you know, and my wife always says, as long as you don't lose the rhythm, you're fine. The moment you lose it, you're fucked. Yeah. Your whole system just fucking collapses. So, fell, don't lose your rhythm because the moment you do, you're fucked. Vas a dar el chiquis triquis. No, but it's crazy, man. It's good. Yeah, it's but going back to the parents, though. Um, for real, we kind of like got away. Yeah, yeah. One of the things we also asked them was like, "What did you have a goal when you came to the states, and what was it?" Right. Yeah. And um, my mom's goal was just to, just to give a better life to our oldest brother, Christian. Right. Um, she wanted. And and correct me if I'm wrong, or maybe I interpreted it wrong, but she just wanted to be able to provide food for the family. Yeah, she said like they were a uh, they were a farming family, no, mm-hmm. right? And so, like I said a while ago, whatever they farm was what they ate, you know. So she was like, "Man, fuck that." She's like, "I'm gonna work and I'll make money, and I'm sending them money, so they want to eat something different. They can eat something different." Right. So, and it's crazy to think that, you know, they didn't really have a, uh, well, I'm going to go to the fucking States and I'm going to be fucking become an owner. Or I'm going to do this shit. It, literally, it was just, their mentality was, I'm going to go to the States to survive. 
It was just survival mode at that point. It, it was, was like, survival mode. Um, how the fuck do you switch that? How do you how do you go from your your daily life? Oh, you know, I'm a farmer. I'm a girl crops and you know corn, whatever it is. To uh, I'm gonna go make money. I'm gonna go make money. I'm gonna go provide food for I my family. The the having the need to you know like once you realize you need it, you're like man, fuck this. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna do whatever it takes to go ahead and provide for my family. Because basically, if you're a family oriented person. Yeah. Yeah, but like, you know what? I'm going to do whatever it takes to provide for him. Um, but funny thing is, though, right? So, mom came in 84, and her goal was to save up enough money to go back to where they were from and open up a restaurant. Yeah. And to think that, you know, she got hoed, for lack of better words, right? So, she was sending money back home, and I'm not going to say names, but her sister... She was sending money to her sister to save up for her, and then her sister ended up doing God knows what with that money that ended up hoeing her. It's just it just goes to show you how how needy they were. Well, not needy. Well, maybe needy, but how oh, selfish. Yeah, how uh, um, what's the? I'm not sure what the say in Spanish. Fuck it. Well, I don't even know how to fucking say it in Spanish, right? But uh, describe it. That colorism. Right, that your own fucking people don't want you to be successful. That they'll literally do anything and everything to bring you down. That is true. Um, to come from your own fucking family, you know, literally. And granted, looking looking at things now, it's just like, well, you know what? In a way, I'm like, cool. You know, I'm glad you did that to her because had you not done that to her, we probably wouldn't be here right now. It probably wouldn't. It'd be a whole different. Story, you guys you would know? probably be missing out on all this greatness right now. So. Yeah. yeah, I should be grateful to my mom's sister for doing that shit to her. Yeah. Um, but that was her goal, right? She was literally saving enough money to go back and save a restaurant that whenever she went back and she, that money was lost, she just said, well, I have no choice but to go back and make a life. And at that point, she realized, well, a life over here is better than what it would be over there. And not because of like money-wise. Actually, it was because of money-wise. Uh, value wise, that's what I'm gonna say. Not because of value wise, it's just she was like, you know what, fuck it. Like, I'm making more money over here. Like, we can adapt, or my son can adapt. You know, I'll bring him over here. Right. And, and, and so, you guys may think that we're only talking heavily about my mom, but the only reason we talk heavily about my mom is because she gives more detailed responses than my dad does. My dad was just very. Yeah, well, I came here because uh, your grandma wanted a radio, so that's why I decided to come here so I can yeah. buy her that radio. Um, but my dad kind of had the same mentality, right? Uh, he he just wanted to come make money. Um, Think about it. A lot of Hispanic guys are like that. They're like, they're real they're short. They're very short, dry. Um, but that's just how they are, right? And that's kind of how we were slash are. Um, I, th- I think that's how we are, but through this, we're kind of getting out of it. Um, yeah. We're learning how to share our thoughts and our feelings and all this other shit that goes along and, with and it. And it's something that's weird because, you know, as, as a Hispanic male, you know, you're not supposed to be, like, you're sharing your thoughts you're, and all that stuff. You can't be soft. You can't be soft. It's hard, yeah. Why are you showing emotion? And then you're like, because you grew up like that with your parents. Mm-hmm. And then you have your own kids, you're like... 
fuck? Like, should I should I be that way with my kids? And you're like, no, nah, man, fuck that. Yeah. Um, I think so. Through talking to them, you know, the last question was asked them was, um, when did you feel like you made it? When did you feel like you were like, is this true. is why we fucking came here? You know what I'm saying? So what kind of response did they give you for that? Like, I didn't even listen to it. I wasn't even paying attention. I think I was eating my enchiladas. So, of course, right? Mom mom gave the most verbal response. That was just like... mom. That was just like, well, yeah, what your mom said. Um, But so to mom was... She realized... Well, dad did give a response. And I'll get to dad's response second. Because that one is a little hard to to portray i guess or to talk about mm-hmm. um, but so mom's was more of a hey um you know we felt like we made it when we saw all of you guys become who you are um you know christian didn't finish school Sydney didn't finish school mm-hmm. but we both did but that doesn't mean that they're not successful now right because uh, they I'm are sure that doesn't mean like they feel like or well, the parents feel like their failures right you know because to 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 mom and dad we we all made it right Mm -hmm. christian's successful he has his own business he has his own family they're he's he's taking care of his family they both are right him and his wife they're both successful they're both taking care of the family um cindy same well right she took she's taking care of her family and along with joe and Mm -hmm. you know they have their own family now that they they're well off yeah they want to um same thing with you right you you went to school you have your job you have your career you're Mm -hmm. successful and then same thing with me right i have my job i have my kids i have my family we're successful and so with mom that was when she realized i fucking made it yeah i fucking left mexico and fucking came to the states and suffered so that my fucking kids are who they are now, right? And granted, mom, and it, it's pretty funny to think that mom, she doesn't brag. They, they don't, don't brag at all. You know, it's kind of mom. Mom is just kind of one of those. She just sits back. You know, she's there in the environment, mm-hmm. and uh, they start asking. You know, people. She realizes people start bragging about, oh, my kids did, my kids yeah, dad, yeah. and you know. Mom's just kind of like, oh, okay, that's cool. You know, congrats. She doesn't want to brag because one of her kids is a teacher. Right. <laughs> but even then, in Mexico, being a teacher is fucking successful as fuck. You know, so there's just like, she's just, and she just lays back, sits quiet, that when they start asking her, oh, what do you kids, what do your kids do? And she starts saying, oh, well, one of, my oldest son, he has his own business. My daughter, she's a fucking HR, HR manager man. type shit. My son's a teacher, and then my other son's a fucking engineer. That people just kind of stay back, and they're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, because you see them dress, and they still, like, dress so humbly. You know, like, it's it's, mm-hmm. it's just weird sometimes. You see them, like, what the fuck? Right. I'm pretty sure if you didn't know them, you'd be like, what the fuck? Like, these people are lying. Like, there's no way. Yeah. You're telling me your, your kids are that, and they're not taking care of you? Um, but we take care of them. Um, we, we've done things for them that, uh, I'm not saying you guys wouldn't, but if you can, definitely should. Um, but they're in good in a good situation that they know that if anything happens, we are literally their let's trust fall. Let's just say if they want to retire, they'll be fine with retiring. Mm-hmm. They'll be good with that life, you know. And and just like uh, my dad said, like el 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 este what's that shit called? Like when you die and you leave something behind. What's that shit called? 
The you got me there. Fuck. Is that a trick question? No, no, you asshole. Yeah. It's um like something that you absorb, not absorb, but what's the word? Hereditary. There you go. Um, La mejor herencia del estudio. Yeah. The best thing that I can uh, inherit to you is your studies. And they did. And they did, cause I mean they don't have money and shit like that, you know. They they came up here to. Not came up here, but they came to the states to make money to bust their ass and to give us a good life, to make sure that we did not work like they did, you know, sun up, sun down. like they did. And then, uh, so they're like, you know what? We can't give you money, but we gave you a good life so that you can go ahead and give your kids a better life, you know. Yeah. So I think I think what they did, they they started the, that a whole American dream for us, and then we're gonna extend it to our kids, you know. I hope we do. Yeah, and it's kind of like I told mom, right? They they flat out set a great foundation for us, so that we can set that for our kids. Um, and one thing, like I told, like I was telling her, I was like, one thing I want to instill to my kids is to be fucking proud of their fucking names. You know, don't fucking Americanize it just for the American. Yeah. Um, for job you know, purposes. My fucking kids' name are Mateo and Beatriz, and they're gonna be fucking proud of that shit when Beatrice. When when they say. Beatrice, you're going to say, fuck you. My name is Beatrice. I don't give a fuck if you call my mom because my mom's going to back me up type shit. Um, you that kind of parent. I am, dude, because we, yeah. we, we had to be proud of that shit. We had to teach him to be proud of that shit because the true. way the, the culture is here is they try to downgrade you such that to the point that you become one of them. But it's like, nah, fuck that. You don't even want me to be one of you. You're not accepting me as one of you. So why the fuck should I do that? You're a Beatrice in a caring world. Yeah. That's, that's what so, we're trying to do for our kids, you know, like set them up for success. That's and, and Even if you don't have kids, you know, like you know, maybe a sibling or something like that, or even yourself. Your little nephew, you need. Set them up for success. Set yourself up for success. Yeah. That's the best thing you can do. Right. And, and so then we asked dad the same thing, right? And um, my dad's was uh, more on the emotional side. What do you say? And so I think partially a part of me says talk about that on an episode about sickness. Just say it. Well, no, because it's it's a serious topic that a lot of people don't talk about. Right? You just say it, and next topic we can start off with that topic. So I guess for I guess we'll for that. Then my dad is a cancer survivor. Yeah. Um, we both are him and I right and so that's what I was saying I think that's that's a great topic to literally just focus on that focus on cancer focus on sickness focus on how it affects the family um, mentally physically emotionally uh, monetarily that it takes a toll um, that you learn a lot of it through it but needless to say though dad's response was more of a he was on his deathbed and he was pretty much just saying you know what he was, he was telling well mom was saying it right because dad obviously can't share stuff like this yeah. without getting emotional but um he was mom was saying that dad was literally sitting or laying there on his bed saying you know what uh, god willing whatever happens happens but you and i know that we made it yeah, we, we made, made our kids successful. We gave them the opportunity to become who they are now. And if God wants me to die now, then I will die right now. 
I think maybe not successful, but more like we gave him the opportunity to go ahead and compete in this professional world, you know, professional setting. And, uh, you know, they'll, they'll be able to hold their own. I don't know. I wouldn't say compete. Because in, in, in my mind, competition. In my, yeah, it, well, do, this, this world is competitive. But to me, we are all successful. We're, we are successful because we, we are like able... we as in brothers or we as like everybody? We as in individuals. Oh, damn, you sound like fucking like one of those happy-go-lucky uh, speeches. Why? I don't know, like, it just sounds like it. Well, no, it's true, though, because that's, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, as Hispanics, we don't celebrate our successes. Yeah, we don't. That we should take advantage of it, right? I mean, look at Christian, right? We'll start top to bottom, right? Christian. He came here as an immigrant. Um, he had nothing. He went to school. For whatever reasons, he chose not to finish it, right? But No, he did. He finished it. He just, you know, like circumstances. Right. So, but he has his own business. He is well known, you know, such that if something comes up, he's a, a first go-to person, right? That they'll call him so he, he can establish... His name, his brand, and with that, he takes care of his family. Oh, yeah. Um, Cindy. One, one of the things that we were, uh, que nos inculcaron, you know, like, cuidar a la familia. Mm-hmm. Like, look after them before you look after yourself. Right. Cindy, same, similar story, right? You fucking, you talk to her, you, you would not know who the fuck she is until you put some yeah. little intocables, um, uh, uh, what else does she listen to? Duelo. Some duelo, you know, she'd be like, oh, this is my shit, you know, and then you're like, oh, shit, I forgot this side of you. Yeah. Um, and you always, you're a teacher, you know, so it's like, and then, then I'm an engineer, so it's like, you know, they, to, to them, we're successful by being who we are. By being the position that we um, are. To them, they came here, you know, they didn't have kids at that, or mom had a kid, right? But mm-hmm. to them, they came here to this country just to have a better life. Um, and then obviously once they had us, it became give them a better life. More like survival mode, if you want to call it that. Yeah. But needless to say, though, they made it work. They made Just like a lot of parents out work. there, they made it. They came here and they made it work somehow, somewhat, you know? Yeah. Like, um, so, I mean, I don't know, I don't know what your thoughts are, but in my mind, they made us based on their struggles, right? And their struggles is, is a reflection of who we are, how we are, and how they race, and how we approach things how our mentality is um and i think a lot of the people you know listen to us they feel the same way like they're gonna look at their parents and be like oh shit like you're not born here in the states no and then they're gonna get curious and ask them like the same kind of questions we asked our parents you know like why why and definitely do the question is why the, the coolest thing about this though, i'm not gonna lie is, is when we asked them why and they gave us their responses I can see why they're so proud. Yeah. 
um, I can see why they're, they were okay with making the, the decision to move. Or to bust their ass. And then it, it kind of, it kind of, uh, it humbles you, right? It humbles you to, to just be like, well, you know, you know what, thank you. You know, and, and unfortunately we live in a world where a thank you does not come up. But if a thank you is given, it goes a long way. Or if a thank you, you know, we live in a world where if a thank you is given, it has to come with a gift. Yeah. This is the kind of world we live in. It's kind of like you ask me, like a thank you should hold its own weight, you know, that's, that's all it is. It's just, oh, you said thank you? Well, shit, thank you, you know? Right, that's all it is. It's, it's, a, it's a verbal thing. Someone, someone feeling grateful for what you've done for right. them, you know? it's, it's, They don't really truly show the appreciation. They don't. A lot of people don't. Um, but it, it's it's nice to know why we're here right now, where we're, we're at, talking about it, talking about it because of a sacrifice of a decision that they made, unknowing what was the future going to be like. Five years ago, no. Eighty four. We're talking about twenty six years. Thirty ago. years ago. Twenty twenty six. Twenty five years ago. My math is off. No, 30. Is it 30? 2020? Just think about it, it was 85. Calculator. 5 plus. What are we? Come up. 30. 85, 84. 36 years. 36, 36 and 35 years ago. Um, you know, it's crazy to think that thanks to them making that decision for whatever the fuck that was at that time. You know, at that time they were making that decision for themselves. Right. Um, but we are here. When I say we are here, I'm, I'm saying in the sense that us as Mexicans or Mexican-Americans are living in the American world being in a part of a change. Oh yeah, being that big old part of a change, you know, because now we got the language down, now we got the ideology down, you know, and then we get apply for ourselves, but more importantly, we can relay this knowledge to other people, you know, whether it's our kids or other people getting started in this Or you guys are listeners. Yeah, like, we can we can relay all this stuff um, to other people. I think I think that's, that's the cool thing about this, right, is breaking that, that stigma of you shouldn't be helping me, you know yeah. that that, um, that colorism that you know only because you look Hispanic doesn't mean I should help you. You figure it out on your own. Um, if you approach me, I hope you out regardless. Exactly, and it's kind of uh, I don't know. I, I, I whenever you sent me that that feedback that Nadine sent you, I thought about it. I was like, man, colorism. You know, it was like. People, you know, she said we gotta take care of our we gotta take care of our own shit, which is true. To be honest, we do, but we gotta take care of people. Regardless, it don't matter what skin color you are, tosapelo, like your background. Right. You gotta help everybody. At least that's the way I think. Like everybody deserves a chance, and you can help them out. Help them out. Definitely. Why not? I mean, you know, mom and dad always said we're humans. Every human's the same. Every human stepped on the same ground. Yep. Stay humble, take care of everybody, take care of your family. Most importantly, take care of yourself. Yeah. Take care of yourself, that's all that matters. 
Because if you don't take care of yourself, you're not you're not going to be able to take care of anybody else. Mm-hmm. I heard um, one saying, you have to be 100% healthy to take care of, a, of somebody that's 100%. Yeah. And that is the most true statement I've ever heard. That is true. Um, I don't have any more thoughts, any more um, feedback, input. Do you have anything else? No, we're good, man. Just fucking... Keep chugging along, trying to break into this professional world that we have little to no uh, knowledge on. Yeah. That a lot of us are uh, learning on. And hopefully with our words, we can go ahead and inspire you. And and hopefully you can go ahead and, you know, break into this world as well, you know? Right. Definitely. We're, we're here to help everybody out, and that's the way it should work. And if you guys have any topic, anything... You guys come to mind, or if you guys want to be a part of this, let us know. You know, we'll be glad to have you guys here. Um, like we said last time, we'll we'll host you. We'll make you feel welcome. Anything you want to drink, we'll get for you. Um, just no top shelf. You know, we're ballers on the budget. Times are tough right now, but we're making it work. We're professionals, but not that level. Um, but stay tuned. Subscribe. Like. Share, 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 uh, share put that notification bell. Um, I think normally, I think our, our path wasn't intended to have a guest until later on, yeah, but somehow we just like stumble upon, yeah. And uh, we, I think we have a good one where we have a great one actually coming up, it's right? It's gonna be knowledgeable, a lot of good stuff, very knowledgeable. Um, knowledgeable no, about life, life, um, military that's one thing that is like. As we don't talk about. Um, we don't really know about much. I don't.